This is life. Listening and inspiring friends in entertainment. Like some of you really, you're just waiting for the next love of your life. And <laughs> yeah. until then, you're miserable. That is no way to live. Right. Focusing life's principles with your goals. There you go. I'm, I'm actually impressed. And taking Empowerment Global with Empowerment Speaker, Stone Staffer and Johnny Vaughn. What's up? What's up? What's up, friends, family, and fans? It is me, your homie, your friend, your ace boom. Glad you felt like yeah. putting some thought into it this yeah. time. <laughs> anyway, my name is Stone Stafford, <laughs> and I'm rocking here with the best. We call him the. Don't, uh, don't call him Joni. It's J- <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who aren't watching this, Johnny's doing some little like hip hop, blah blah blah. But all you're getting is silence. I always forget about this that. Is a radio man who sit here and knows. <laughs> Because I'm sitting, that's, that's the thing. Even even when you're in radio, I'm sitting here looking at myself. Right, yeah. So, so that's anyway. I'm Johnny Vaughn, man. What up? What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Life on Podcast, where we listen and inspire friends in entertainment as well as... Everywhere. Hey, you know what it is. So thank you all for joining. Since you're here, you might as well go ahead and please and hit that subscribe button. Uh, hit the like button and be sure to tell a friend. You might even have an option where you can share it. Go on and do that. Go on and share that right there. We appreciate y'all coming and hanging out with us today, Johnny. How are you doing, sir? Good, bro. I've been saying, you know, the whole 2021 thing. Ah, it got better. better. See, this is what I think, you know, the whole thing, you you, you put yourself in the circle of what you want your future to look like. Mm -hmm. All that good stuff you've been talking about. Did you read my thing Mm -mm. by any chance? No. Are you sure it didn't subconsciously? Uh-uh. We're doing it. We're about to do something on here, y'all. And unfortunately, I had something up that Johnny's not supposed to see. And I just realized it was just sitting. No, that's right a, there. Okay, no, great. Scouts on it. Didn't see it. No, great. Beautiful. Okay. Scouts on it. Didn't okay, see it. All right. But um, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 bro. I think it's I think it's rubbing off. I think uh, so I'm going to have to kick it with you a little bit more because some of that some of that positivity. Yeah, man. Uh, I got I got two calls last night after you and I wrapped up what we were doing uh-huh. uh, that have set the trajectory for some possible good stuff for the rest of the year and i mean you know it's always only a matter of time but here we go with the ambiguous stuff again but i was about to tell you what it was (laughs) have y'all ever noticed that if you go through the podcast when johnny talks about this stuff you're like yeah you know i hooked up with a couple people you know and you know a lot of people saying things but you know i wasn't even listening to them so basically you know we worked out a few deals and pretty soon something's gonna um, be real big so So looking real positive this is and he ain't tell us nothing i'm about to tell you i'm about to tell you right now all right so thing number one uh, one of the projects that I am working on that is under India that I can't talk about yet. One of the people who I'm working in conjunction with on that owns a company called Frequency, and Frequency handles the production for a lot of the really big podcasts that are out there, including Coca Cola's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's some future stuff possibly in in the works for me to do some things with them outside of this. So I'm looking forward to that. Right. And then the other thing, one of my other clients, um, which is Georgia Tech, uh, one of the foundations just bought a new hotel. And I have a partnership with with that group, and they've got a lot of events that are coming through. So I get my hands involved in producing just about everything they've got coming through through next year. Congratulations! So, yeah, those I, I wasn't gonna leave y'all hanging. I actually made a promise to try to do better about using uh, examples of things that that are so ambiguous. That just say Johnny doing so good. What yeah. he doing though? Making all that up. <laughs> I'm not making it up. I promise. He's a real deal. So yeah, it's, 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 it was a good. Uh, 12 hours leading awesome. into right now, which made my whole month for me. So, yeah. Well, good for you, man. Look, Appreciate we hope it, you guys bro. have had an amazing week. Yes. Um. So, and speaking of, so 
Johnny's going through all these cool things happening. Mm. We have some, you know, I have some cool things happening, whatever on my side. I mean, still stuff you guys heard already. All still, this you ambiguous know, stuff. What yeah, cool upgrading st- the studio? Still, that's that's been an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I'll, I'm excited yeah. about one of the upgrades yeah. specifically, though. The water wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's that, that one's taking a minute because it's actually finding the right company to do it. Uh, um, but, yeah, so when that's done, that's going to be great, too. So all that has been great. Um, uh, where else am I? Just several things. Still doing some. I had some audition calls, you know, some acting stuff. acting stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Are you getting the notes that say like if you're booked, you're required to be vaccinated stuff yet? Because that's happening. I haven't gotten booked yet. Okay. So I mean, I've been booked before, but I haven't been booked in a while now. Okay. Um, so yeah, I haven't gotten those yet. So anyway, <clears throat> point is, all this stuff is good. Um, I am in a conversation with someone, a good friend of mine, a guy named Ken Komasari. He's the president of Notting Hill Music. Uh, but he brought something to me, needed to get connected with some things. So I connected him with some people. Uh, I'm just only. Unfortunately, I'm not saying it just because when things are in the works, Mm -hmm. I don't like to really talk about it when they're in the works. Oh, when Stone does that, when they're in the works, I don't say anything. That's the same thing I do. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. But anyway, so I I hooked them up. Oh, the double standard. And they're great. But he's like, look, we need to talk about some things. I got this, I have that, and I don't, I have this producer, and I'm not really sure what I want to do with him. Mm -hmm. So he ambiguously is like, hey, we need to talk about some things. So we'll see where it goes. Okay. My point in saying all that is I know sometimes you have have a plan. So Johnny and I, I'm going to start off with a disagreement right off the bat. Okay. So Johnny and I disagree that you have a purpose. Yes. On this earth. We do right? disagree on that. So we disagree. You're wrong. Um, <laughs> he just flat out say I'm wrong. One of the things with people in life is they spend their time either trying to find what their purpose is or they just don't know what it is and they're, they're in the whole why am I here type of thing. Now, sure. let, me, let me say this. Maybe this will bring us a little bit more on common ground. This whole purpose thing. Now, whereas I feel that there are some people, because I don't know if I can say this with all of my heart across the board, um, I feel there are some people who have a predestined purpose, but I don't know if I can say that with all my heart across the board. And that's where you and I that's would probably an interesting come, take. Where you and I would come closer into agreement. Okay. Um, but here's my thing. Because God sure chose some people and left some people hanging, bro. No, absolutely. I do believe that. <laughs> but. And that doesn't mean now having a purpose and having a role to play, I think, are two, still two different things. Okay. Um, but if you are one of those people and you are stuck, you're like, I don't know what I should be doing. You know, I, I feel like I'm just on this earth kind of like a leaf on the wind. Mm-hmm. And some of y'all are cool with that. Some of y'all just wake up, roll up, blaze up, and that's the life you live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not judging you. I still think it's a waste of breath, <laughs> but I'm not judging. <laughs> but anyway. I'm not if, judging you. You're wasting your breath. You're wasting your breath. But I'm not judging. But if you are in that, one of the things I said is there are a couple things you can do. One, look at your talents. Like, look at your gifts. There is something. If you look hard enough, there is something that you do innately better than the majority of the masses. Okay. You agree with that? I I do. And that can be athletic. It can be intellectual. It could literally even be emotional where, like, people for some reason feel like they can open up to you and talk to you. So you have to kind of really sit down and be like, what is it that I do? Not what you want to do. 
Mm-hmm. And especially in entertainment, we run into this a lot. Just because you really want to sing, you've convinced yourself that you just have this natural gift and natural talent. Right. And really, it's a fugazi that you're doing on yourself. <laughs> but it's truly something that you do because people come to you. People request things. Like, there's a demand. There seems to be a natural demand mm-hmm. for this thing. That's one of the first things you can do to try to figure out what your gift or your talent is. Once you discover what that is, try to figure out a way to pursue it. All right. That's one way of kind of discovering a purpose for your life. Another thing you can do to try to get your life on some kind of a track, and y'all heard me say this before, but today we're going to kind of expound on it, is I came up with a personal exercise where I say you should write out your eulogy. Which I hated in the beginning because right. I don't like thinking about death. Death, right. And that's, 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 that's a dark feeling. You're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, when I die. But the bottom line is you're going to die. So whether you like to think about it or right. not, it doesn't now, matter. You're I will, going to die. I will say I appreciate you because when you originally ran this by me, we were supposed to write our own eulogies. Right. Stone, Which I've done. I have not. <laughs> I will not. But you made me feel better for this particular exercise. You said we're going to write it for somebody else. So I can hypothetically kill somebody else all I want to and not feel bad about it. I'm cool with this exercise. Now, the person I'm hypothetically killing today. Ah, my first hint. <laughs> so this person is still alive. <laughs> ah, da chami. <laughs> so I will, will bring you guys up on what the exercise is. So, but try that. Like, sit down and don't look at as look at it in a dark, grim way. Mm-hmm. You know, be glass half full because what you're doing is you're going to give yourself a roadmap. Like, what would you want someone to say about you at your funeral if you were to have a funeral? Mm-hmm. Right? Write that out. Write out your eulogy, and then as simple as that. Once you've written it out, live it out. Do the things that you need to do to bring that eulogy to pass. Just don't put a period at the end of it because if you finish it all karmically, that might be the end. That's what I'm afraid of. I do this exercise and then I live it out, get to the last thing. Oh, that's it. And then I die. I don't want that to happen. Well, hopefully your eulogy is deep enough where it takes you a long (laughs) time. It takes a while to do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an exercise that I highly encourage that you do. Write your eulogy out because Mm -hmm. don't forget, we don't see each, we don't see ourselves as we are. We don't even see ourselves as other people see us. Mm Mm-hmm. We see ourselves as we want other people to see us. Right, which is usually a lie. Right, which is usually a lie. So you might be thinking you're living a life that you're not really living. You're going to think when you're done you should be able to have this great eulogy, and not necessarily. And you got to also remember, too, that people are going to say nice things about you because it's your funeral. That's what you do. So give your life some direction. Give yourself a path. Write out your eulogy. I truly encourage you to do that and then live it out. Mm -hmm. Nothing else. It'll be an exciting adventure. Sure. All right? Mm -hmm. So. The exercise that Johnny and I are going to do. Why don't you explain the exercise? Because I've been talking literally since the beginning. I, I, it's your thing. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so the exercise is Johnny and I, we wrote out eulogies yes. of someone. Mm-hmm. And we're going to read that eulogy. Right. And if you're listening, play along. We're going to read that eulogy, and you have to guess, guess. who that eulogy is about. Who's going first? We didn't flip a coin. You can go first. I go first. Okay. You can go first. All right. So Johnny's <clears> going to go first. All right. I'm just going to I'm not going to try to do this with any emotion or nothing. I'm just going to read it. <laughs> Today, we celebrate the legacy of a great man, a man whose impact on the arts, on language, and on the world can't be described in any way less than a marvel. He lived his life with the spirit to die hard with a vengeance. In every instance (laughs) of tension, he was the negotiator, an Iron Man, if you will. There's no way his name can be spoken without being placed in the league with the Incredibles of history. 
When he spoke, everyone listened. His master of language made every interview, every speech, must-see TV, considered more important than even the State of the Union at times. He was definitely one of the good fellas, and it's unthinkable <laughs> that his talents and legacy have left us to white sands of time. <coughs> Fathers and sons have drawn from him for a couple generations attempting to build men and not a minister to society. The art he left us moves like a deep blue sea of calm and patience, but the spirit of his work can change and rage with the raft of Thor and shatter you like glass. But his swag, his drip, his oh, juice shoot. will always bring a fresh love for his work. If you do nothing else to honor his memory in every moment, try and do the right thing. It's what he would expect of you. Many say time heals all wounds, but this one runs deep. Who knows how much time before this pain is eased? A hard eight years at least. But even though he will be out of sight, we will remember him as one of our soul men and celebrate him. He uh, left us a many a jewels to forever remind <laughs> us that the path of righteousness, man is beset on all sides you. by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of the darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper oh. and the finder of lost children. And they all said amen. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you had <laughs> so many things in there. At first, I thought it was. So let me tell you what, where my mind went. Okay. First, I went to Bruce Willis. Of course. And then I went to um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Of course. And then I went to John Singleton. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, <laughs> we are tired of talking about this mother person. <laughs> We're talking about Mother Evans <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. There you go. There you go. I'm I'm actually impressed. I thought you I thought you were I going. had it. I had it before you even got to the okay. end at this point. I was like, okay, but I love how you dropped all those. Oh, that was very creatively hey, written. Man. And I feel bad for laughing at someone's eulogy. I'm gonna say I feel at a funeral and I'm laughing. I feel bad for killing this individual. I really do, because that mother effer might come after yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So Samuel L. Jackson. That was good, though. So, again, listen to what we're saying. We were listening to the accomplishments mm -hmm. and all the things that he did. So imagine if Samuel is, like, 19 or whatever, and he wrote this eulogy out. And then look at who he would have become mm -hmm. if he lived this eulogy out. Do you, you see the example here? All right, here's mine. This is going to suck because I'm not going to get yours. I got a feeling that. You might not, but I will, can I give you a hint? Sure. Go into your geekdom. Okay. Go into you. Put on your geek hat. Okay. All right. That'll put you at least in the right mind frame of mind. All right. <clears throat> on last Thursday night, January seventh, nineteen forty-three, here in our city of New York, a man who was eighty-seven years of age died in his humble hotel room. He died in poverty, but he was one of the most useful and successful men who ever lived. His achievements were great and are becoming greater as time goes on. He could have amassed hundreds of millions of dollars and could have become the richest man in the country or even in the world if he wished for riches, but he didn't. He didn't care for anything. He didn't have time for anything that most people consider to be successful. He was a great humanitarian and pure scientific genius. 
He did extraordinary, amazing, miraculous things during his life among us, and he did them simply to serve mankind. The newspaper says he's dead, but he's really not dead. Only his poor, wasted body has been stilled. The real important part of him lives in his achievements, which are great, almost beyond calculation, an integral part of our civilization and our daily lives. He studied engineering and physics in the 1870s without receiving a degree. And he gained practical experience in the 1880s working in telephony and at Continental Edison in the new electric power industry. He gave the world such inventions as AC power, coil, magnifying transmitter, the turbine, shadow graph, radio, neon lamp, hydroelectric power, the induction motor, radio controlled boats. And his revelation of the role of numbers in the very existence of the universe <clears throat> is still directing science today. So it is true. He is not dead. He is very much alive among us. Among us is a triumph of his life, his achievements, which we celebrate here. We do not honor him. We are gathered here to feel his triumph of one human life and to share our feelings with you all. Okay. All right. So I think I got who this is. So at first, obviously, I was I was like, okay, this is an Einstein thing. But then the time window kind of threw me off. Uh, and then I immediately went, okay, maybe this is Stephen Hawking. That's not Stephen Hawking. So the only other person that could be neon lamp, induction, radio stuff is Nikola Tesla. That's Nikola the only, okay. Tesla. All right. There you go. All right. <laughs> I was, dude, I was worried. I thought, cause, so what y'all don't know, Stone came in and was like editing his before. So I was like, man, he, he finna come in because he asked me, he was like, how long is yours? And I'm like, Stone, size doesn't matter. I'm like, it's okay. You know, don't try to outdo, it's okay. However long yours is, it's fine. You don't have to, and he, seriously, for 20 minutes sitting here reworking and working, I'm setting up, not paying me any attention. So That's I just right. knew you were going to curveball me. Hey, out man. But that was You're dope, right. You know, the size didn't matter, but the work that you put into it, it hey, man. that makes all the difference. That radio control boat had some motion in the ocean. I give you that. That was, oh, that was gracious. <laughs> I reached for that yeah, one. I reached for that really one. Really reached for that one. I, but that was, that when you think about it, subtly, because I mean, Nikola Tesla did so, so, so much. much stuff that we yeah. benefit from, not only just in everyday life. Right. What we do in entertainment wouldn't be what it is, mm -hmm. what he does. A lot of stuff with how we shoot on sets now was... You know, revolutionized <clears throat> by some of his technology, right? Um, and you you pick just enough stuff to, but I mean, that could have been anybody almost for a while. Like, there, it could have been. That's yeah. why I had to go down with his inventions. And right. I figured as soon as I said AC power, you were going to nail it right there. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know just how ahead of his time he was in the whole quantum realm mm -hmm. and where numbers are concerned. You know, like look up. T uh, listen, if you're listening to this right now, <clears throat> look up. Tesla's 369 theory. Mm -hmm. All right. Look yeah. up Tesla's 369 theory. And I just had a great idea. Okay. Um, so look that up. It's amazing. And essentially what it comes down is how nine is the ultimate number, really, mm -hmm. of the universe. Like the meaning of the universe can be found in the number nine, if I'm phrasing that the right way. That's right. So, yeah. So look that up. Tesla's 369 There are a theory. bunch of documentaries on YouTube, too. Like, if you're into this stuff at all, I have... It'll rabbit, blow your mind. Yeah, I've rabbit-trailed down this numerous times and got caught watching three, four, five hours worth of just YouTube stuff. Yep. Breaking down his research on that and how you can find those spirals throughout everything, from galaxy formation all the way mm -hmm. down to raindrops <clears throat> and tree leaves. It's, it's, so it's fascinating if, scientific stuff. If Tesla was 19, obviously, he, he might not have written out his eulogy saying, okay, I'm a, you know... 
invent the alternate current and the Tesla coil. He might not, but what he can have said was, I want to benefit mankind. What can I do to make mankind's life better? Mm-hmm. And and then come up with a bunch of things and look at the needs that were around. And, th- and we would have gotten the, the Nikola Tesla that we got. Right. So hopefully from this example, you can see what I'm talking about. Like, again, I know some of you truly, it is a very real thing where you're like, this seems so gloomy. I can't come to grips with writing my eulogy here with Jonna. Yeah. Honestly, guess what? That's a small victory that's waiting for you. Yeah. All right? Writing your eulogy. Go ahead and take that victory. Again, you're not going to live here forever. Yeah. And so just because you're writing it out doesn't mean you have to think about it. However, you are giving yourself a chance to find some kind of direction for your life if you don't have one. Right. Or at least put your life on a path that you can follow. And guess what? <clears throat> Remember a while ago... I don't know if we talked about it on here, but we talked about be like water. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did. Yeah. yeah. And stay malleable, stay flexible. Mm-hmm. So when you're on that path, though, it's I keep cutting myself off because new ideas keep coming in. <laughs> the reason why you want to at least get started is opportunity doesn't come to static people. Right. You know, opportunity doesn't find you. It meets you. I'm going to say that again. Mm-hmm. Opportunity doesn't find you. It meets you. So you have to be moving and going, and opportunity will meet you at a certain place. That is literally the definition <laughs> of luck is when preparation and opportunity meet. Neat. So go ahead and just get started. Absolutely. All right? Write out your eulogy, and then start <clears throat> living it out, and then opportunities are going to come. And some of them are just going to boost you along that path. Mm-hmm. Some of them are going to tell you, all right, Turn left here, and it's going to take you left. You understand? But at least you have a direction, and now your life has some kind of a meaning, some kind of a purpose, and it won't be so so drudgery for yeah. some people. Like some of you, really, you're just waiting for the next love of your life, <laughs> and yeah. until then, you're miserable. That is no way to live. Right. All right? So it's time to get now, out there and stop just being alive, but things, just start living. One of the things you just said is it kind of <laughs> encapsulates my whole thought process on it. It's like this process helps you do like you said like I, I don't necessarily believe you come here with a purpose you define <laughs> it yourself and doing this exercise can definitely help you do that if if you don't know what it is and the cool thing is it works with how me and stone both see it so by doing this exercise even though i can't really stomach the thought of thinking about my personal demise johnny's gonna do it just as an example that you can get over it and you can well, i'm gonna I'm sh- I'm share something with you in a second about what i did when i thought that's what we were doing um but in doing this exercise, it helps you, with the way I believe, helps you map out what your purpose can be and what you want it to be. However, if Stone happens to be right in that long shot, and we do have a purpose when we get here, there's no way you can dodge that unless you just stay static and stagnant, like right. you said. So right. if you follow this, you will meet whatever your purpose is supposed mm-hmm. to be if that's how it works. Yeah. So this this exercise actually supports both of our train of thoughts. Now, going back to my exercise, when, when I thought we had to write on ourselves, I couldn't do it, bro. So I was You gonna, really couldn't do nothing. You couldn't, didn't even try to it. get Gwen to help you or nothing. So this is what I did. I, <laughs> not my wife, no, because you know she's biased, bro. <laughs> so I got, I've got some family members who are less biased than the person I'm married to. And I was like, listen, what would you say when I died? Okay. And having somebody else do it. Yeah. Um, I've talked about before how, you know, I, I had an old professor who has people write their recommendation letters right. and he approves right. it. Right, I love that. You have somebody else write your eulogy for you, that gives you a framework. It removes that 
people seeing you how you want them to see you. It takes that completely out. They're going <laughs> to give you the upfront, this is how I see you. So you have an objective viewpoint and you can remove that thought process. And then you can start tweaking it to see, okay, if they're seeing this, but I want them to see this, you can make adjustments to what someone else sees mm-hmm. off of that. And that may help no, you. That's, and that's I what I did. do that. I won't. I'll start to say, so we do this annual Christmas party, Just Desserts. Don't worry, you're coming next time we have it. We shut it down for COVID. <laughs> but um, I thought about doing it at that, but that might be too somber at a Christmas party. Yeah. But next time we have a gathering, though, I'm going to do that. We'll have, Halloween we're party. We're all going to put our <laughs> Halloween, party. Halloween party kind of thing, bro. Yeah, we might do that. Yeah. Well, I'll put a names in a hat. Mm-hmm. You have to pick out a name, mm-hmm. and you have, I'll say, 15 minutes to write out a eulogy for that name anonymously. There you go. Uh, at the top, you have to put whoever it is, mm-hmm. and then write the eulogy, and then and then we'll I'll put all the eulogies in a pile, face mm-hmm. down, and then you have to pick out your eulogy and read it. That way, you don't know who wrote it about you, right? But that's that would be I, fun. I like it. I like it. Somebody gonna be like, "Dang, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't doing nothing, <laughs> nothing with my life." <laughs> all y'all think I'm useless, man. <laughs> so look, well, hopefully you got something out of this. Um, there's something to get out of it, so Absolutely. you just have to make the choice. A choice to get it, but as always, man. Again, if you don't mind, hit that like and subscribe button. Tell a friend, man. Sharing is caring. Uh, you can always follow us at lifeonpodcast.com. That's where you can always find the latest episode. is right there at the top. Mm-hmm. And then if you missed any, you, the the la- the next 10 are down there. So you can always catch up if you need to. You binge if you want to. Right, right. Uh, if you ever want to check me out personally or follow me, see what I'm doing, you can do so on Instagram at stone007. That's the letter O, letter O, 7. Or on Twitter at stone007. Dig it. I'm just Johnny Vaughn, J-U-S-T-J-O-N-Y-V-A-N. Uh, hit me up on that too. I respond to evil comments. Some of y'all, some of y'all been in my inbox just being mean. Y'all, y'all wouldn't have nothing nice to say to me if y'all was writing my eulogy. That was ow. Hey. hey. Stone's always right. Why you just gotta you just gotta be a dissident. Oh, is that what someone said? I actually got a message that said that. Stone is always right. Gosh, I'll never get tired of hearing Probably that. Probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we appreciate y'all. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. We'll Absolutely. just talk to you next week. We out. Love Peace. you. Peace.